Welcome in to Keep Pounding with B-Peg. In this episode, we're going to be going over the Panthers' free agency so far, as well as some holes that still need to be addressed. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Panthers have made the most noise so far on the offensive side of the ball in free agency, so that's where we're going to start. We're going to go ahead and jump into it on the biggest news so far. The Carolina Panthers have released quarterback Cam Newton after nine seasons with the team. Cam Newton in 2011 was the Rookie of the Year, then went on in 2015 to lead the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl, where he was the league MVP. Cam Newton has made three different Pro Bowls. He was a first-team All-Pro one season, and that was 2015. It really, It's really sad the way that Cam Newton's career in Carolina was over. Had the shoulder injury starting in 2017, and then last season in the preseason had the Liz Frank injury. He tried to play the two, the two first games of the season. Unfortunately, it was too much pain for him. He was kind of hiding the injury from the team. Went out and played. He just, he just didn't look right. Um, unfortunately, when it comes to new coaches, they want to start fresh. With Matt Rule coming in, they're kind of unsure about where Cam's health is. There has been a couple reports saying that he he has got a physical that passed. But unfortunately, with all this coronavirus stuff going on, none of the players should be getting physicals anyways. If they are, it's coming from their own doctors. So each team's going to want to evaluate Cam Newton. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it was the right time to move on from Cam. As much as it hurts myself and other Panther fans to watch Cam go, it's just the time. I mean, he hasn't played for two seasons. We got a new head coach coming in. With that being said, new head coaches always want to start fresh. They always want to have their players. They always want to bring in their coaches. They want to have their guys. Unfortunately, with Cam Newton having a whole lot of questions around the injuries, it was time to move on. I wish Cam Newton nothing but the best as he moves forward. I I hope he signs with the new team fast, and I hope that he has nothing but success in his future. I truly believe that once Cam Newton is healthy, that he can take over this league again. Unfortunately, that's not going to be with the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to go ahead and give this move a D just because the Carolina Panthers got nothing in return for losing Cam Newton. They could possibly get a comp pick next season, but that doesn't help now as we're running into this rebuild. So that's where I stand as Cam Newton. We'll go ahead and give that grade a D. And then we're going to go ahead and jump into the replacement for Cam Newton. We'll jump right into it. The Carolina Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater from New Orleans on a three-year deal worth $63 million. He's going to go ahead and get $33 million guaranteed. It's going to be around $21 million a year. The team does have an option after the second season, season, which is, is very important. Because if they cut him after the second season, 
they can save 26 million against the cap with only 5 million in dead space. That's very important just in case the Panthers do end up drafting a quarterback next season. They will be able to have Teddy Bridgewater either as a starter or they'll be able to have him as a as a mentor for the young quarterback they bring in. There are two pretty big names heading into next year's draft. Obviously, it's going to be be Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. If we're able to snag one of those guys next season and have Teddy Bridgewater start and have one of those two guys sit behind him or have those guys start and have Teddy as a backup to mentor them, that would be huge. They'd be able to opt out of that contract on the on Teddy Bridgewater's third season and save $26 million against the cap. And that's huge. The reason I really like this pick for Teddy Bridgewater's sake is back in 2016 when Teddy Bridgewater injured his knee. It was bad. I mean, a lot of people didn't even think Teddy Bridgewater was going to step on the field again. And so this is awesome, a stepping stone for Teddy Bridgewater. We get to see his career progress. Um, last season, he had he had some pretty good success. He was 5-0 and as a starter when Drew Brees went down. Um, Teddy Bridgewater came in. He threw for 1,384 yards, nine touchdowns, and two interceptions. Um, that was about 67.9% completion rate, too. So, yeah, it was a lot of dink and dunks, but he was taking some shots downfield. I was watching the tape, and he was, he was slinging the rock around. So, I mean, he made an unbelievable pass against the Bears over the top of the safety and the linebacker to Michael Thomas, I believe. And he made some awesome corner routes. He threw some sick corner routes. So I'm excited to see what uh, I'm excited to see what Teddy Bridgewater can bring to the table. Um, I'm glad we get to see him progress as a quarterback, and obviously with that injury, glad to see him back on the field making an impact in the NFL. It's, it's really cool to see. I'm gonna go ahead and give that grade a B. Jumping into the next move, this is a pretty cool move as well. The Panthers go ahead and sign. XFL MVP, P.J. Walker. This man was in the XFL, and he came in and he made a splash. Panthers signed him on a two-year deal worth $1.56 million. Cool thing about this is P.J. Walker played under Coach Matt Rule at Temple, so he's familiar with how Matt Rule runs things. Um... P.J. Walker spent some time with the Colts he, uh, on and off their practice squad. He had a, he had a pretty good preseason um, in 2017 with the Colts. Um, during his stint in the XFL, he was 5-0 with the Houston Roughnecks, completing 65% of his passes. He threw for 1,338 passing yards, uh, 15 touchdowns uh, to just only four interceptions. Um I think this is awesome for P.J. Walker to get his second opportunity in the league. Unfortunately, since we just signed Teddy Bridgewater, I don't necessarily think he's going to be competing for the first spot, but I think he's definitely going to be competing against Will Greer for the for the backup position. Not sure if the Panthers are going to want to keep three quarterback, quarterbacks like they have in the past. Um, if they do, I don't, I don't see an issue with it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this grade a B. I'm very excited to watch this guy in the offseason. 
Uh, I want to watch him throughout camp um, and through the preseason. I think he can be extremely fun to watch. So, yes, I'm going to go ahead and give this grade a B as he's going to go ahead and compete with Will Greer uh, for the second position. I think I think he'd be a great backup for Teddy Bridgewater. I think, I think their skill sets, they match up pretty good to be one and two together. I think uh, if Teddy Bridgewater goes down that, that P.J. Walker would be able to step right in and, and be on the same page with the receivers. I think I think that would be a great option there. Jumping into the next move, this one, this is a very good move considering we're jumping into a rebuild. The Carolina Panthers have traded quarterback Kyle Allen to the Washington Redskins. This is important. Uh, Kyle Allen played under Ron Rivera last season. Um Kyle Allen had a lot of playing time due to Cam Newton being out. Um, as a result of trading Kyle Allen to the Redskins, the Panthers pick up a fifth-round pick. It's going to be the second pick in the fifth round, which is pick 148. That's pretty significant because that's pretty close to a fourth-rounder. You can still find some pretty good talent there. You can even find some starters there if if it if it's the right the right pick. Um, so Kyle, yeah, Kyle Island's going to jump in there with Ron Rivera over in Washington. That's a, that's a pretty good fit for him. Um, last year as a starter, Kyle Island went five and seven through for 3,322 yards, 17 touchdowns to 16 interceptions on a 62% completion rate. I'm going to go ahead and give this grade an A due to the fact that the Panthers were able to get a fifth round pick. And that's huge heading into a, into a rebuild. Adding to that, since we got rid of Kyle Allen with the P.J. Walker trade, I think that, that was a perfect move there for the Panthers moving forward. Jumping into some protection for the quarterback, the Panthers go ahead and pick up right guard John Miller from Cincinnati. It's going to be a one-year deal worth $4 million. John Miller was drafted in 2015 to Buffalo where he spent four seasons. And then last season he joined the Cincinnati Bengals. 2019, he only allowed two sacks and three quarterback hits. That's that's really good for a right guard. Um, he had he committed three penalties, which is still pretty good. I mean, obviously, you don't want any penalties on the offensive line because it'll just bite you. Um, I think this is a I think this is a very good pickup for the Panthers due to the fact that we just traded uh, Trey Turner to the Chargers for Russell Okun. So that's just stacking up the offensive line. Go ahead and add some depth. I think uh, I think he's definitely going to be the starter in the right guard position. I think the offensive line is going to look something like. Left tackle is going to be Russell Okun. Your left guard is going to be Dennis Daly, the second-year guard. Uh, you're going to keep Matt Paradis there at the center, and there's going to be John Miller at right guard, and then Taylor Moten staying there at right tackle. Moten had a ton of success at right tackle over the last two seasons, so I don't, I don't think they should move him at all. Um, I'm going to give this grade a B for sure. Um. It's a cheap deal. Got him for four million. The offensive line is starting to take shape. I think that if John Miller is able to sustain success in Carolina, I think we'll be able to keep this offensive line 
maybe not left tackle, but I think Russell Okun, he's only here for a year, $13 million contract. I think that if they have a pretty solid year, they'll be able to keep this offensive line together because next offseason they have close to $150 million in cap space. So if John Miller has a good season here on the right guard, we'll be able to keep that offensive line together and then they'll be able to to be a, a force to reckon with for years to come, which would be huge with this, this Teddy Bridgewater contract over three years. The Panthers go ahead and sign four different receivers, which is huge because we know that Joe Brady runs a spread offense with tons of receivers. He loves having tons of options on the field at one time. Sometimes he has four, five receiver options on the field at a time. Sometimes three in a tight end. Sometimes four receivers. It just depends. We're not we're not actually sure what we're gonna see from the Joe Brady offense in the NFL, but from the LSU offense we've seen, that's what he likes to run, and that's only what's been indicated so far. Jumping right into it, the biggest wide receiver move so far, the Panthers signed wide receiver Robbie Anderson from the New York Jets. This is awesome. They signed him on a two-year deal worth $20 million. This is a great this is a great pickup for the Panthers. I think they got him on a on a pretty good deal, only about $10 million a year. All offseason, Robbie Anderson expressed that he wanted to come to the Panthers or he would be interested in playing for the Panthers, considering the fact that he played for head coach Matt Rule at Temple. He said that he would love to come and play for Matt Rule again. He said that it would be a great opportunity for him since he knows how Matt Rule operates. And obviously Matt Rule thought the same of him, bringing him in on a two-year deal. I think this is awesome. Last season, 2019, he had 52 receptions, 779 yards, and five touchdowns. Robbie Anderson's a great deep threat, super good deep threat. Um, since 2016, he's tied for the deepest average air yards per target with 15.2 yards. That That's crazy. This man's speed is insane. He's fast. I think he's going to pair awesome with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. I think we'll go ahead and slide DJ Moore into the slot and we'll have Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel on the outside. I honestly think that this is probably one of the best wide receiver cores that the Panthers have had since Steve Smith and Moose Muhammad, and that says a lot. Obviously, they're not better than Steve Smith or Moose Muhammad, but this is definitely a very good, definitely a very good group of receivers. And uh, as we jump into it, we're going to get some more more depth as we go down this. Next receiver the Panthers sign is Seth Roberts from the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Seth Roberts' details on his contract have not been released yet. I believe it is a one-year deal, though. Um, he's a solid veteran wide receiver, especially in this young receiver core. Um, he's heading into his sixth season. I think he'll be able to compete for the fourth, fifth, sixth receiver in the group. Um, in 2019, he recorded 21 receptions for 271 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he had 18 catches for first downs. That's huge. That shows that he can be reliable on third down. When we need a big catch, we need, we need a first down, we can go ahead and put him in the game, and, and he'll go ahead and, and hold it down for us if need be. 
Uh, I give this grade a C. I think it's good for the depth. I think it's good for having a veteran receiver in the in the the locker room with those guys. I think he'll be able to rally that 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 group together. Next wide receiver move. Carolina Panthers signed Keith Kirkwood from the New Orleans Saints. It's going to be a one-year deal as well. The details have not been disclosed, just like Seth Roberts. Uh, this is another guy who actually played under Matt Rule at Temple. So it seems like Matt Rule has trusted these guys. He wants to bring them in, give them a chance on it, give them a shot in this 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 roster. Um, he's a good side receiver. He's a 6'3", 210. And he's fast too for that size. He he ran a, a four four five forty in the combine in uh, 2017. Um, 2019 he was only able to play in one game to to a hamstring injury. Um, but in 2018, in a limited role, he only played in eight games, but he had 13 catches for 209 yards and two touchdowns. That's pretty good for only eight games and limited snaps, especially being behind Ted Ginn and, and Michael Thomas. Uh, I don't necessarily think that he's a lock to be on the roster. I think that he's going to have to fight for his position throughout camp and throughout preseason. Um, I think if he does make it, he'll have to beat out Brandon Zilstra. He played for he played for the Panthers last season. He he didn't get very much snaps. He, he came in late in the season. Um I think if he is able to make the team, he'll probably be the sixth receiver. He might not be active every week. Um, if he is, he'll get a lot of a lot of snaps on the special teams, most likely. Um, I'm gonna give this grade a D just because we're unsure how he's gonna be with the hamstring injury. Kind of unsure if he's even gonna make the team. It's cool that Matt Rule gave him a shot. He knows him, so he's gonna go ahead and bring it in, let him compete for a roster spot. This one is a very nice move. The Panthers pick up wide receiver and return specialist Farrell Cooper from the Arizona Cardinals. Signed him to a one-year deal worth $1.21 million. This is a pretty cool move here as well because Farrell Cooper grew up in North Carolina, played his ball in South Carolina in college. He played for the Gamecocks. I love this move for a bunch of reasons starting with the return issue. The Panthers have not had a good return man since Ted Ginn in 2015. We've been struggling in the possession game. We've been struggling. We've had to put DJ Moore back there to return. Sometimes uh, Curtis Samuel. We've had to put Christian McCaffrey, but we don't need those guys back there. That's 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 a quick way to get injured. That's a, that's a quick way to, to end your career. But this guy right here, Farrell Cooper, in 2017 was a pro bowler and a first-team all-pro with the Los Angeles Rams for returning. He went to the Pro Bowl. In that season, he recorded a 103-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Since 2016, he's recorded 2,705 all-purpose return yards. That's insane. That's exactly what the Panthers need. The Panthers need someone back there to go return and get us good field position or even take something to the house. We, we've we been waiting for an explosive returner since Ted Ginn, and we finally found one. I love this move. In 2019, he recorded 25 receptions for 243 yards and a touchdown receiving. 
So this man, he doesn't just return. He can go ahead and he can go ahead and get some snaps, especially in this Joe Joe Brady offense with four receivers. Go ahead and throw him out there. Let him go deep. He's fast. I love this move. I gave this move an A. He's a ver- <laughs> he's a versatile returner and a in great depth for wide receiver. Panthers go ahead and pick up another pass catcher, but this time it's going to be tight end Seth Duvall from the Jacksonville Jaguars. His contract details have not been released so far. 2019, he recorded 12 receptions for 140 yards and no touchdowns. Uh, I believe that Seth Duvall is going to come in and compete with Chris Manhurts for the second tight end position. Joe Brady likes to use tight ends like receivers he likes to spread them out wide he likes them to be ver- uh he likes for them to be vertical threats um we saw that last year with Thaddeus Moss um Thaddeus Moss had a ton of success in this Joe Brady offense spreading out wide he'll come in on the line of scrimmage he'll block for you um I think that pairing Ian Thomas and pairing Seth Duvall would be nice because they're both they're both receiving threats. Um, I do think that Chris Manhurts will be on the roster, but he'll be as more of the blocking tight end as he's been in the past years. Um, last year, he only caught one pass for 11 yards, so that tells you that tells you that. Um, I think that's going to be the opening day tight end position I don't think they'll pick up another tight end in the draft or or in the next wave of free agency I think they'll go ahead and run with it for there um I go ahead and give this grade a B plus jumping into the defensive side of the ball the Panthers haven't been as active um I fully expect them to draft defensively heavy early in the draft so that that's most likely why the Panthers haven't been as active in free agency on the defensive side of the ball. They did make a couple moves, and uh, we're going to jump into those right now. First move, the Panthers went ahead and signed defensive end Steven Weatherly from Minnesota on a two-year deal worth $12.5 million. I really like this guy's upside. He's only 25 years old, and he played behind two elite defensive ends. He played behind Everson Griffin and uh, Darnell Hunter in Minnesota. And those guys are unbelievable. I believe that Stephen Weatherly definitely had to retain some information, definitely had some training with these guys. And I think that jumping into a bigger role here in Carolina, he'll be able to succeed. Um, Over the past two seasons, in a limited role, he recorded 59 tackles, Six sacks and two forced fumbles. He had three, three. He had three sacks in each of the two seasons. Um, I definitely believe that this guy can compete for the second starting position across from Brian Burns. I think that he's going to come in and compete. He's hungry. He's young. I think this was a very good signing by the Panthers so far. I, I gave this grade an A for sure. Jumping into the next move, this is another guy who played under Matt Rule. At Temple, it's going to be linebacker Tahir Whitehead from the Oakland Raiders, now the Las Vegas Raiders. They brought him in on a one-year deal, $2.5 million. Uh, this, is a, this is a guy who's a, he's an eight-year vet. He's coming in 
to fill a pretty big role that was left by Luke Keekley retiring. Um, over the last four seasons, he's collected 100-plus tackles in each one of the seasons. Um, in 2019, he recorded 108 tackles, six tackles for loss, and a quarterback hit. I think that I think Whitehead's going to stay in the middle linebacker position. They'll go ahead and keep Shaq Thompson there on the strong side linebacker. And I think there's going to be a battle for the, the weak side with with Jermaine Carter and Andre Smith for the other side. Both of them have been promising. Both of them had big roles on on the special team side of the ball. I know Jermaine Carter um, with, with injuries played a lot um, last season. I'm going to give this to here Whitehead. I'm going to give it a, a B. I do think that the Panthers will still draft another linebacker at some point, whether it's the first round with, with Isaiah Simmons, which would be an insane pick if he is able to fall to seven. Um, I, I do think that the Panthers will bring another linebacker in, whether it's to compete for the, the two outside linebacker positions or whether it's just depth later on in the rounds. Uh, the next move the Panthers made, they're staying in-house with this one. They re-signed free safety Trey Boston to a three-year, $18 million deal. Uh, Trey Boston is obviously beloved in the Carolinas. He's huge in the community. He's huge in the locker room. He's a he's a high-energy guy. He brings a lot of swag on and off the field. He brings a lot of energy on the field. Um, he's definitely going to be a, a leader in that secondary now that James Bradbury's gone, now that Eric Reed's gone, he's going to be the leader of that group. Um, it's definitely a, a young and unexperienced group. It's just at this point, Dante Jackson is basically the only other starter returning from that group. Um, in 2019, he recorded 68 tackles, six interceptions, and 11 pass deflections, which is pretty good. Another thing about Trey Boston is over the last three seasons, he's recorded 11 interceptions, which is top 10 in the league. So Trey Boston, he's a ball hawk. He knows where the ball is at, and he's causing turnovers. I gave this grade a B. They got him on a pretty cheap deal, only $6 million a year. Um, this is going to be huge for Trey Boston because he's only one of seven of the 11 defensive starters to return to this defense. So he's, he's definitely going to have to be the leader next year. With, uh, with Shaq Thompson and Brian Burns. We're definitely going to see a, a new-look a new look defense. It's going to be good to have uh, – it's going to be very good to have K1 short back. Um, they go ahead and pick up another safety, which is going to be strong safety Justin Burris from the Cleveland Browns. They picked uh, Just, Justin Burris up on a two-year deal worth $8 million. This is another guy who is from North Carolina. He played his college ball for the NC State. Um, he started his career as a cornerback. Um, he was drafted to the Jets, um, played there as a corner, didn't really find success, spent a couple years on and off a couple rosters where he found himself with the Browns. The Browns um, – Threw him in at safety. They gave him a shot at safety, and he ended up having some success. Um, last season, he played in 14 games. Um, he, had, he ended up with 32 total tackles, two interceptions, and seven pass deflections. 
the there's been multiple sources saying that the Panthers feel very comfortable and they believe in the tandem of Trey Boston at free safety and strong safety Justin Burris. So they they do have the plan of running with that as the starters week one as of now. However, I do see the Panthers drafting a safety or maybe even picking up another safety. They do have they did pick up right there at the end of the season they picked up TJ Green a former second round uh, safety he played for the Colts for a little bit he didn't really have as much success but they're going to go ahead and give him a shot but I do I definitely see the Panthers picking up another safety at some point whether it's the draft or the next wave of free agency um I gave this grade a C um I do think that he might be able to have success in a higher role he was splitting reps at safety with the Browns so I think with this with this role as a starter here in Carolina he'll be able to have some success um he'll probably want to show out in front of the home the home the hometown so it'd be nice to see him have some success and have this this safety tandem do some work um it's been a while since we've had a a really good safety tandem so hopefully that works out, but for now I'm going to go ahead and give this grade a C. So that so far is the only moves the Panthers have made on defense. Um, there's still a lot of holes to fill. There's a lot of holes on the defensive line. Right now, K1 Short is our only interior defensive lineman, pretty much. I mean, we have Woodrow Hamilton. He's a, he's a young guy we brought in last season to, to fill a void with some injuries. Um, right now, as it stands, we only have Dante Jackson as a receiver, so or not a receiver, a cornerback. So I think the Panthers will sign a quarterback in the second wave of free agency, most likely to be an outside corner. And then they'll most likely draft a corner pretty low in the draft, whether it's the first round with Jeff Okuda or it's the second round, they need to pick up another cornerback. I think that if they're able to pick up another cornerback and slide Dante Jackson into that nickel dime position, I think that would be great. I think they would have a lot of success with that secondary. So definitely expect that, but definitely expect a lot of the defensive needs to be filled in the draft early the first the first three or four rounds should all be defensive picks we still have need at interior defensive line cornerback and safety and definitely linebacker we need to bring in one or two more linebackers to compete in camp with that being said that's all i have so far with the the free agency move so far by the panthers I really appreciate you guys listening in. Thank you guys so much. And as always, keep pounding.